Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're feeling well. <clears throat> so, um, there's there's uh, some some interesting um, kind of crossovers uh, between <coughs> the second and the third tetrad in the in the Anapanasati and in the Satipatthana. Um, in in the the second um, application of mindfulness, it's clearly about discovering, exploring, investigating, feeling tone. Um, that's what the Buddha talks about, is, is feeling tone. And, and we saw why it's so important in, in our practice to begin to identify feeling tone because, because it's, if, when there's not mindfulness present, we can move into craving and, and into clinging and the whole construction of self and all the suffering that ensues. And yet, in the Anapanasati, so again, I hope maybe if, if, you're, if you're not that kind of inclined toward, toward kind of figuring out and investigating all the, the different uh, details and technicalities a bit of of the sutta, then um, I won't be here long. <laughs> but uh, um, so, in the Anapanasati, you know, it talks about um, first of all beginning with spiritually pleasant feelings. So that's that that's how one develops uh, in meditation, um, following this this discourse. And then it moves into investigating uh, mental formations, um, which in a way kind of belong in the third foundation, because it's talking about the mind. Um, so, so I was puzzled about that when I began really diving into the discourse and, and trying to understand it. Um, you know, understand its progression, and and I I asked a number of teachers, and um, I never really got an answer. You know, um, a couple of people say, "Yeah, that's really kind of interesting." <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not sure. So so um, so. Piku and Analio um, didn't really explain it, but he kind of showed the progression, and then I kind of made sense out of it for myself. And um, uh, so, so in so the, these mental formations 
come up in the uh, in the second tetrad, and and we are looking so not only at the mental formations but at the underlying feelings and um, energies that drive them, and so you know that it kind of fits um, with with sensory and spiritual feelings. Uh, and then in the third tetrad, we move from having really worked with mental formations, worked with you know these these energies of the mind, and uh, come to see them as not me or mine, come to see how they arise from causes and conditions, and we come to what is pointed at at the at the end, when I was teaching this morning, I came to a point where the Buddha said, or else one simply experiences mind as mind. <coughs> and, and the way that Bhikkhu uh, Hinalio uh, talks about that is, is an experience which is actually a deep meditative experience of of resting in mind, resting in the knowing factor of mind, resting in citta. So, so the reason why I I want to explain this is because um, just so you know, um, well, you know, if, if if you're you know relatively new to meditation or you haven't been you know meditating regularly or haven't done retreats that this that this is this is a you know a, a deeper meditative experience and so I'm I'm going to point it out and at the same time um, uh, you know so invite you into it and, and maybe it's something that you have experienced and or that you will uh, kind of open up to in the guided meditation um, so I just want to uh, yeah, I'll let you know that it's it's something that anyone it's it's not like some uh, some state which is inaccessible. It, if one meditates regularly and if one goes on retreat, um, or sometimes, of course, these states just open spontaneously, and so um, yeah, so it's accessible to everyone. Um, but if you haven't, if you haven't encountered it, it's um, it's not it's it's at a you know kind of more advanced more advanced stage is the way Analia put it. Um, so um, so I'll read the third tetrad and. And, and then I will guide us from the beginning through the first and second fairly quickly, and, and then we'll move into the third chapter. So uh, the third tetrad begins, one trains oneself, I will breathe in experiencing the mind. One trains oneself, I will breathe out experiencing the mind. 
one trains oneself, I will breathe in pleasing the mind. One trains oneself, I will breathe out pleasing the mind. One trains oneself, I will breathe in concentrating the mind. One trains oneself, I will breathe out concentrating the mind. One trains oneself, I will breathe in releasing the mind. One trains oneself, I will breathe out releasing the mind. So, um, taking a posture for meditation, if you, if you haven't already. Feeling the body stable, <coughs> balanced, resting on the earth, bringing an upward energy to the spine, lifting from the base through the crown of the head, and bringing mindfulness to the forefront. Feeling the in and the out breath, And as we breathe in and breathe out, we collect our attention. We collect awareness around the breath, letting go of the scattered, fragmented thoughts, and arriving fully here mindful, present. Noticing the qualities of the breath. If the breath is long or short, or if it's contracted or easeful, not in any way judging the breath, nor trying to control it simply noticing how it manifests and perhaps how it changes as we bring mindfulness to it. As the breath becomes more stable in our awareness, our, our attention stabilizes around the breath. We can let the breath drop into the periphery of our attention and feel the whole body. Let an awareness of the whole body come to the forefront, an awareness of how we feel as we're sitting, how the whole body feels from the inside, a kind of a mindfulness of the, the energy within the body. And as we 
bring attention to the whole body, we may notice where and how the body is contracted, is holding tension, is uh, maybe in some way caught And as we bring mindfulness to those places in the body, we gradually experience release, a calming of the body. May not happen all at once, but gradually the body becomes more calm. Simply by bringing mindfulness to the places of of tension. And feeling the body calm is enjoyable. It can feel like a relief. It can feel like a space of openness and awareness. And we might find kind of a joy or well-being or contentment coming up in our, as a feeling, as a pleasant feeling. And we bring that to our attention. We bring that pleasant quality to to our attention, really give it um, mindful, some space of mindfulness. So we enjoy the enjoyment. We enjoy the the well-being that may be coming up in some way. Again, not needing to define exactly what it is, (coughs) but just noticing it's pleasant quality. And then we, and as we, we bring that into some kind of stability in, within our being, within our awareness, we open up a space, not, not Uh, continuing to hold the well-being or contentment, uh, happiness as in the forefront of our awareness, but kind of letting that just uh, be there, turning turning inward toward, um, toward the mind and noticing mental formations, noticing how the mind is moving, how the mind uh, how thoughts are coming and going, and and they're they they're kind of carried by underlying energies, uh, perhaps energies which are uh, painful, such as greed and anger, uh, delusion, jealousy, many different kinds of energies which carry. 
uh, painful thoughts and feelings. And And we, we notice what the feeling tones are of those and also how perceptions and intentions, um, projections, memories, all kinds of mental formations come and go. And we, we're aware of them and sometimes we get hooked by them and, and gradually we learn that Thoughts just arise, self, arise selfless, selflessly. We don't identify with them so much as, as me and mine. We can be lighter and looser around them. And because then we're not, we're not thinking the thoughts, we're not getting caught up in the thoughts, then the mind becomes more calm. The mind doesn't move so much with the, th with the mental formations. The mind begins to rest. <clears throat> the mental formations come and go. And, and, and gradually, we become less and less activated by them. So this is a process that develops over time. So as we experience mental formations in the second tetrad, we establish a stability of awareness, a space of silence within which we can be aware of thoughts and also feel the energies underlying and driving them. As we practice being aware of the flow of mental formations without getting caught up in them, the mind becomes more calm and there is a sense of abiding <clears throat> in this attentive, silent, tranquil, listening space. So this is the development of the eighth step, the, the last step of the second tetrad. In the ninth step, in the beginning of the third tetrad, we turn the beam of awareness toward the knowing mind itself, citta, heart-mind. We touch a quality of awareness that is simply knowing. Perhaps when we really get it, that thoughts, feelings, perceptions, and so on, arise from causes and conditions and are not me or mine, the mind looks inward to discover if I am not my thoughts, what am I? Who or what is thinking the thoughts? Who or what is knowing? Look now, who or what is thinking? Who or what is hearing this reading? See if you can find a hearer.
looking deeply, there is no hearer, no thinker, no self to be found. Turning awareness inward, awareness arrives at the open, empty, knowing mind, or mind as such. Mindfulness <clears throat> takes awareness as its object, and there is an experience of the mind coming to rest, like coming home. So I'll read that again. Mindfulness takes awareness itself as its object. There is an experience of the mind coming to rest, like coming home. It's moving from mindfulness of an experience, like mindfulness of breathing, or mindfulness of a feeling, or a mental formation, to awareness of knowing. Awareness of knowing without a knower. There may be a sense of wonder or awe at this experience of awareness knowing itself, simply resting in heart-mind. There is a profound sense of ease, happiness, and a deep sense of connection. Other words that are used in relation to this experience are gladness, love, peace, fulfillment, spiritual pleasure. It may feel like we have descended to the depths of the ocean where it is vast, still, and silent. We are still lightly aware of the peripheral experience 
of breathing in and out. Thoughts are not drawing our attention, like the ripples and waves on the surface of the ocean, far above the depths where we rest. This is a deeply peaceful experience. As the mind rests in itself, there is a sense of finding our true home, a deep sense of connection. When we develop this meditative awareness of resting in mind as such, in our daily lives we become more able to respond to any situation from a place of stillness. as we develop in this resting in awareness. The mind doesn't feel so driven to reach outside of itself, to grasp experiences, things, or to resist them. It can simply rest. And in this profound stillness, all of life emerges, comes into being and passes away. We may experience a sense of boundlessness the illusion of duality of subject and object now falls away. This is living from non-duality, non-separation of subject and object. No longer looking outside of ourselves, we realize that everything we experience is happening within the mind, arising in consciousness. 
we no longer feel driven to reach out with the mind to grasp or resist. Taking the one seat, we begin to realize the ephemeral dreamlike nature of sense experience. As we meditate in the third tetrad, when thoughts arise, we can turn toward the knowing of the mind. We can turn toward the knowing of the thought, who or what is thinking, and we see there is no thinker to be found. This returns us to the silence of bare knowing. As the mind rests deeply at home in itself, in turning toward the knowing of the thought, the mind simply returns to silence. We might experience this just for a few moments at first. Gradually, as we practice, we learn to rest in this deep presence, silence, and peace. The mind more easily becomes collected at this point in our practice, concentrated, not in a manner of one-pointedness which excludes everything but a single object, but rather a deep settling and stilling of the mind.
This resting in awareness of the heart-mind described in the third tetrad teaches us to let go at a deep level. We are profoundly satisfied and at peace and can see through the illusion of needing something outside of ourselves to feel happy and complete. This is a process that develops over time. The Buddha usually talked about a mind that is awake in terms of non-delusion, non-craving, non-ill-will, and so on. When the obscurations fall away, even momentarily, the mind is liberated. As emotions, thoughts, inner disturbances arise, in the collectedness of mind they are recognized and allowed to self-release. We come to see clearly how the mind can liberate itself of clinging. In a subtle way, we may be continuing to hold on to a sense that I am doing this, I am experiencing this, I am controlling the experience. This needs to be seen as simply another thought which imposes a concept or sense of separation on our experience. Seeing through this thought will lead us once again to that space of profound depth, stillness, and silence.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.